Alright, you ready? I can't wait to talk about the Avengers. You ready? We are not, don't worry. We will talk about more about the Avengers. But today we're talking about... We're all... We're all at home. We're all adults. We're... We're all just chilling in our houses. We're with the same people every day. We're doing the same things. There's not a lot of spice to life right now. And what can that cause? What would you say? Um, gangrene. <laughs> gangrene? <laughs> no. Oh my gosh. All right, so, ask me that. Set me up again. All right, let's 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 try this again. Let's go. Ready? Yeah, let's do it. We, we're all at home right now. We're all... Doing the same thing. We're all doing the same thing. We're this all is like Groundhog like, Day. Right. Oh my gosh. Stop it. Do all it right. again. We're starting over. We're all at home right now. We're all doing the same thing. We're seeing the same people. We have our same routines. What do you think? How does that affect us? Where are we of, going? A lot of grumpiness can come up in anger towards Ooh, people. Okay. You know? Yeah, you, you wrote about this. Yeah, yeah. And I thought I'd kind of share my thoughts about uh, a saint who I admire for many of his intellectual feats. But also for mostly I like him for his personality. St. Jerome. St. Jerome. So what do you know about St. Jerome? St. Jerome lived a long, long time ago. He did. Maybe 1,500 years ago. Yeah. He translated the Bible from Greek to Latin. A lot of uh, theology. Like, really smart a, dude. Really smart dude. Theologian. This was in uh, Jerusalem, right? Yeah, Jerusalem 340. Um, oh, okay. So 1,700 years. Um, and not, not really Jerusalem, but Bethlehem. Oh, Bethlehem. So he became a monk, and he lived in Bethlehem for a lot of his life. Um, he died at the age of 80 in Bethlehem. That's really um, old for somebody. That yeah, definitely. He originally was from Rome. Okay. And then he headed to Bethlehem, where he lived in a cave, and he opened up a monastery, like for monks and for also sisters. And he spent most of his life um, writing and defending the Catholic faith. But also, transla yeah, translating the Bible is huge. So very smart guy, but everyone, like all historical accounts, everything written about him, what he wrote himself reveals that St. Jerome was, he was kind of a jerk. Ooh. He was very grumpy and he got very angry very easily. Okay. And so he was, he was kind of like a curmudgeon. Curmudgeon. Okay. He was just a curmudgeon. He loved the Lord. The, his heart blazed with fire. He was on, he was just on fire with love for the Lord, but he was... He was kind of angry and he was annoyed with people and he would, he was just a curmudgeon. You know, one of those guys who would just, you know, if kids were playing in front of his house, he would say, hey kids, get off my lawn, you know. Get off my lawn. Get out of here. I'm trying uh, to translate the Bible. A lot of his writing was very sarcastic. He was very mocking in his writing as well, especially if he was trying to defend the faith. But he fought. He fought for the Lord. He fought every day for for him. How can we reconcile the fact that someone can be such a curmudgeon, but is a canonized saint in heaven that we look we look up to and that we desire to emulate? Yeah, that's a challenge. Yeah. How could uh how could such a personality be in heaven right now? Cuz what I imagine heaven to be is like free of people like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, good God. Yeah, we had this idea that heaven is Everyone just smiling and beaming at each other, giving each other flowers, dancing around and tickle fights. I don't know what yeah, you do in heaven. Sure. You know what I mean? Feeding each other grapes. Yeah, very, honestly, very sterile. 
yeah, nothing to be too upset about. Yeah. About. So then where, where does this come in? And I, I, I don't know. I don't know if you have any thoughts before I dive in. I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say, because I have a feeling you're going to be like, it's okay to be a curmudgeon. And um, I'm not sure how I feel about that. So okay. please, uh, yeah, enlighten us. A while back, remember how we talked about uh, we talked about St. Catherine of Siena and how there was a possibility that she may have had an eating disorder. Okay. And how that, on how we talked about, could that have prevented her from be- becoming a saint? How could she be canonized? We talked about how God redeemed that, that she gave that to the Lord, that God redeemed that in the end, and that was part of her, that was part of her sanctification. Yeah. And in the same way, I think that was the same thing for Jerome. This is, was something that he struggled with. Mm-hmm. His demeanor was more negative just throughout his life that portrayed him as a curmudgeon. But God took that. St. Jerome, you know, was very vulnerable, gave that to the Lord so that Jesus could transform that and redeem that. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just very similar to St. Catherine of Siena and St. Jerome. Okay. So I think it's this idea that he, whatever was, that was something that was manifested, that was part of the fall. Mm-hmm. And God was able to redeem that. And he was able to give it to the Lord. So many different saints that we look up to that have different aspects that we can aspire to um, and traits that we can look up to. And for St. Jerome, no matter how much he may have struggled with being a curmudgeon, he shows true grit. Okay. Not the John Wayne movie. Well, Russo, will you give us the road? I have business elsewhere. Farrell, you and your brother stand clear. I got no interest in you today. Stand clear and you won't get hurt. But True Grit, this idea that he was very bold in how he wrote. Mm-hmm. He had a, a fervor. Yeah, he had a fervor for the Lord and for fighting for what was right. It's just that we can see things in St. Jerome that we can emulate. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully towards the end of his life or you know, even in the middle, he allowed God to help change him and open up his mind. So yeah. he can keep the boldness, but lose the sense of self-righteousness exactly and so if like the fact that he was able and i mean it talks about it in his biography that 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 was redeemed that we are left with um a prophetic voice why do you look up to him because you're not like yeah i look up to him because he is who i go to when there is someone who i may be talking to who struggles with this who struggles with being negative who um is very annoyed very easily or who is a curmudgeon i can give saint jerome to those people so that they can relate and know that like there's a saint in heaven who they they can Mm-hmm. That is very similar to them. So you pray, you pray for them to Saint Jerome. To Saint Jerome, yeah. Okay. In closing, if you are struggling with being a curmudgeon right now, or getting angry, or getting annoyed, look to Saint Jerome. Have him intercede for you, that Jesus may redeem those parts of your heart and live a radical life for Jesus. I'd like to shout out Marge and Tom Campbell for being amazing. Also to Mary Daly for also being amazing. Um, like to shout out a random person who left a four-pack of Holy Ghost Pilsners wow, at the doorstep. I know. It's it's a beer from Laughing Monk Brewery. Oh, And it's called nice. Holy Ghost Pilsner, so that's awesome. So whoever dropped off that, thank you. We're back, guys. We're back! Mary Seat Quarantined is a Mary Seat of Wisdom dynamic original podcast.